ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهد الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا شديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما all praise belongs to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge in him from our own evils and our own bad deeds anyone who has been guided by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is indeed guided anyone who is find misguidance will not find guidance we bear witness in this small gathering that we testify wholeheartedly that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one worthy of any worship and that rasul sallallahu alaihi is his servant and his messenger allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says oh you who believe fear allah as he should be feared and die not except in the state of islam in submission to allah oh you who believe fear allah speak the truth and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will amend our deeds forgive our sins anyone who obeys allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the rasul is indeed attained a high success <clears throat> first and foremost i love to uh, just tell brother anas that i can never get tired of your your recitation alhamdulillah you know bless you and your family and your parents a uh, disclaimer first uh, a few weeks ago brother mohsin asked me to give this khutbah he honored me in that and i said yes only if he would make dua that i don't screw it up <laughs> so if i mess it up somebody's dua did not get accepted so inshallah may allah accept all of our duas past present and future um certainly there are many people sitting in front of me who are qualified to give this khutbah the front row there are brothers here who come for fajr every morning alhamdulillah may allah bless them and accept them there are many sisters that are out there who can give this khutbah but you're stuck with me uh, a confession first that this khutbah is not for you it is entirely directed to me because i know myself i know that i need the most wisdom from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if this uh, brief talk helps me in any way know that it is entirely from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if i make any mistakes please forgive me may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me um i like to first welcome everybody to the jumma mm-hmm. uh people who've been looking forward to this day this day is a very special day as we all know um we welcome those who returned from umrah may allah accept all of your intention all of your action and all your duas um that uh and as many of you know if i may just take a little moment that uh, my mother she had uh, surgery and alhamdulillah by allah's mercy she is home recovering so uh, on behalf of our entire family uh, we would like to say jazakallah khair for uh, all the duas and the support that you gave and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our families duas upon you that you may remain in excellent health and an excellent iman so uh, today is juma we should rejoice in this day that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed this day upon the ummah rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam we should not take this day as oh just another juma it is actually a phenomenal day um we should re- rejoice and be graciously thankful to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he allowed to us to be muslim remember in ayatul kursi we cannot have any of his knowledge unless he wills it so the fact that we're here is a testament to that part of ayatul kursi 
And just think, how many people are living in Montgomery County? How many people who, by choice, are not here? But we are here by love's mercy. Um, and I particularly like to rejoice in this day to be, you know, work a whole week, and I work with some of the nicest, kindest people, but they're not Muslim. And to be amongst you who regard Allah, who do the fard, who do the sunnah of Rasulullah remember Allah and be thankful to Allah. Uh, whose faces glow with the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who testify the existence of Al-Aziz, Al-Watif, Al-Rahman. It is really a, a privilege on my part to be with you. <clears throat> we rejoice on this day and we should feel reborn and refreshed on this day. Uh, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, bestowed a, a surah, surah Jummah, for this day. And um, if you know it, alhamdulillah, uh, what I would like is everybody just to close your eyes, close your eyes for a moment, and just I'm going to recite the first ayah because I love that first ayah. Okay? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Yusabbihu lillahi ma fis samawati wa ma fil ardil malikun qudusil azizil hakim. Free your minds of everything. Just concentrate on the meaning for a little bit. That Allah that all that is in the heavens and the earth, all the trees, all the leaves, all the fish in the ocean, all the planets, all that we know, all the, all the ants, all of our body parts, everything praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty. They glorify the irresistible, the sovereign, the holy, the mighty, the wise. Alhamdulillah, just let these meanings sink in. This is how the Rabbil Alameen introduced this surah and this day to us. So this is not just any day, you know, beginning of the, the weekend or something. And remember, it was the Juma day that uh, humanity got started, that uh, Adam was created on this day. And just as there is a day in the future of commotion, zilzila, and calamity, the Juma day should be regarded as the opposite day, but in the dunya, a day of rejoicing, a day of forgiveness, and a day of happiness. So, my respected brothers and sisters, uh, if you already regard Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, regard Him more on this day. If you already have good manners and are forgiving and generous, do more on this day. And remember to make special dua in the hour before Maghrib on this day, because that is a very special, special time to make duas. So I wanted to just briefly talk to you about stages of life. We are currently in the third of five stages of existence. Uh, the first stage is uh, in Surah Araf, at the tail end, Allah subhanahu wa says that He brought all of Adam al-Islam's progeny, everybody in front of Allah, to testify, to take that solemn oath that Allah is one. And we all did that. And that took uh, a finite period of time. The second stage is at the Rahmah, Rahm, in the womb of our mothers. Everyone except Adam Islam and Hawa Islam, we were there. Rasulullah was there. All the prophets were there. Um, all the believers were there. All the humans were there. All the non-believers were there. And it was there that the angel was dispatched to write down what was going to be our provision, what were our deeds, our lifespan, whether we were going to be happy or sad on the Day of Judgment. This took about nine and a half months, give or take. Stage three is the dunya stage. This is where we are. This is when we are infant, uh, childhood, adolescent, young adult, 
elderly. And then the proving ground. This is where we are filled, it's filled with trials and tribulations. This stage takes months to 120 years. We'll come back to this stage. Stage four is the Barzakh stage, the grave. This is the pre-trial, so to speak. Here's where the angels come and ask the questions, who's your Allah, what's your, who's your prophet, and what is your religion? This is where the, a person, a righteous person, is surrounded by the beautiful companions of good deeds, patience, the Quran, and taqwa. These people will be looking forward to the day of judgment, and a gentle breeze from Jannah will be on their faces. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of this group. Amen. This stage takes some finite period of time. And the fifth and final stage is resurrection, akhirah, judgment, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jannah, Jahannam. This stage is forever. I'm reminded whenever I think about this, um, uh, the late uh, great boxer Muhammad Ali, uh, he was in an interview and I saw this on YouTube. Uh, a young British lad asked him, yo champ, what are you gonna do after you retire? And Muhammad Ali, if you've ever listened to him speak, he's just such an eloquent speaker. And he said that I'm going to get ready to meet my maker. And whatever my maker has in store for me, it's going to be forever. And this is how Muhammad Ali described forever. And he said, you're in the Sahara Desert, and you pick up a grain of sand, you put it in your hand, and you wait 10,000 years, and you pick up another grain of sand, put it in your hand, and you wait another 10,000 years, on and on and on, till you pick up all the grains of sand. And we know the Sahara Desert is a finite place. But man, that is one long time. So Jannah, Jahannam, these are forever. So we are in the third stage. How we live in this stage directly affects the fourth stage and the fifth stage. It isn't anything that you don't already know. It's just a different look in our existence of this stage. Brothers and sisters, if I may be so bold to say that as Muslims, we need not worry too much about the forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa Why do I say this? Because we wholeheartedly believe that Allah subhanahu wa is the most loving and most forgiving. This is the Ghafurul Wadur, Surah Buruj. We believe that Allah subhanahu wa forgives each and every time we ask for forgiveness. We ask Allah subhanahu wa at least 17 times in Jalus, in our Salah. We ask all the time. When we think of eternity, we don't think of Allah's wrath. We think of his mercy for eternity. We fast. We give zakah. We come to Jannah. We do Umrah. We do Hajj. We cry in front of Allah. We read the Quran. We implement it. We read the Hadith. We implement it. We remember Allah. We sabrood on Rasul Sallallahu We don't gamble. We don't consume alcohol. We don't do drugs. We eat halal. We observe Ramadan, Tarawih, perform Tahajjah. We perform sajda, and there we make sincere dua. We love Allah, we love the Rasulullah So I ask you, do you think that forgiveness from Allah SWT is not right here? Do you accept it? My take is that we shouldn't be worried too much about that. And this is not uh, an arrogant confidence. This is a humble confidence. I'm completely assured that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all of us. 
That is not what I'm worried about. There is something else that I'm profoundly scared of. I'll have, talk about that in a second, inshallah. إن الله ملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلم تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا شفيعنا مولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم الله and his angels send salam salawat to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam all you who believe that is us we should send the best salam and salawat to Rasul before I continue I have to share with you another uh, piece of uh, uh, YouTube video that I saw and I don't need to make a levity of this but inshallah uh, uh, bear with me. If, if you know Roland Atkins, he's uh, uh, also known as Mr. Bean. He once um, played the role of Shaitan. He had his little horns, he had this red cape, and he had the clipboard. And it's a comedy thing. Okay. And he is welcoming people into Hellfire. And, uh, you know, he's, he's British, so he has his British accent, and he says, uh, where are the robbers and the murderers? Please come mm. over here. And then he goes, uh, where are the, the lawyers? Pardon me for there are lawyers in the, in the audience. Please come over here. And then he goes, where are the French? French <laughs> come over here. And then he says, where are the Christians? Come over here. He goes, I'm sorry, the Jews were right. Please, you come over here. It is funny on the surface, but a little bit deeper is anything but funny. Because if we ever really got the grasp of Jahannam, if we ever saw hellfire, I doubt that I would let my spine stand up in for my for my sajda. I think I would be in sajda forever if I ever saw it. Because Adam Islam didn't he stay in sajda for the longest time? And for him, it wasn't about hellfire. It was just disobedience to Allah. So I just say that because that's what we're trying to avoid. Remember, and one other thing, that Jannah is not exclusive to the Ummah of Rasulullah. We know the story of Isra and Miraj, that there's a very large group from the Ummah of Musa. So Alhamdulillah, it wasn't that far off. So getting back, brothers and sisters, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions countless times in the Quran that he is the most forgiving. Why? Because that's who he is. He's the most forgiving. We are, are we not going to believe that? In the world of humanity, and, and I just asked this as a, who do you think is the most forgiving just in humanity? We are. I've forgiven myself for so many things, as you have. So we can't stand here and say that that I'm forgiving myself, that Allah is not going to forgive me. Allah is more forgiving than we can even imagine. So again, I say the forgiveness of Allah, it's not something that I worry about. What I worry about most, well actually before I do the, uh, that, is there's a famous hadith, Hadith Qudsi, that many of you know. It's the, O oh, my servant, uh, um, hadith. Um, it says, O oh, my servant, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I've made oppression unlawful for me and you, so do not oppress. O oh, my servants, all of you are hungry, except those who I've fed, so ask me, so, so I may feed, feed you. 
O my servants, all of you are naked except for the ones that have clothed. So ask me and I will clothe you. And here's, this is the part that I want you to pay attention. O my servants, all of you commit sins day and night, and Allah subhanahu wa forgives all sins. So beg of me for forgiveness. And then he goes on to finish the, the, the hadith because he goes, he says that if everyone on this planet were to become pious or everyone to become evil, it doesn't add nor subtract from Allah's kingdom. But that's the part that I'm emphasizing, that Allah subhanahu wa forgives everything. So again, I'm not worried about the Allah of forgiveness. What am I worried about? I'm worried, profoundly worried about what we should all be worried about, our, about our own crimes, our own sins, our own responsibilities, our ill manners towards, towards humanity, towards our parents, towards our spouses, brothers, sisters, our in-laws, our children, our Muslim brethren of different nationalities, of Muslim brothers of different languages, or Muslim brothers and sisters of different color. Our non-Muslim neighbors, our friends, acquaintances, family, strangers, the environment, and all non-human inhabitants, essentially all of creation. That's what I'm worried about. Because we know that on the Day of Judgment, <laughs> That the hasana that I have, it's not mine, all of it. I have to give some of it to somebody else because I've done something to them. Remember, on the day of judgment, Allah SWT says, He will exact justice from a, a ram that has two horns who is fighting a ram with one horn. There's going to be justice from that. So it is not unimaginable to think that the road to your Jannah and my Jannah goes through the very person that we have persecuted, the very person that we cheated or dishonored or backbit. You, you might ask yourself, am I making this up? I direct you to Surah Abasa. Most of us know this Surah that uh, a blind man was frowned upon. But at the tail end of the Surah, Bismillah ar-Rahim, Simply said, that day, man will flee, flee from his brother, his mother, father, wife, and children. Ask yourself, why is Allah saying that? When we are in Umrah, when we are in an airport or some strange place or something, aren't we like holding our family together? Hey, uh, nobody get lost. But on the day of judgment, we're going the other direction. Why is it we're going the other direction? Because on that day we have so much concern. How much hasana is mine? Am I going to have to give it away? Am I going to? Is somebody else entitled to it? They're entitled to it. Why? Because we screwed them in this world. We never asked for forgiveness. We never considered them. We we kept going. We 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 um, um, thought that we were better than somebody. We excluded them. We marginalized them. We had opinions. Remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready, willing, and probably already has forgiven us of the sins that we committed. But the sins we commit to others is a different story. If we are to have a shot at Jannah, we have to make amends in this third stage, this dunya stage. Otherwise, our hard-earned hasana, think about all those fasting days, everything, waking up fajr, those are hasana points. They just might go to somebody else. And they go to somebody else, and when that account is filled, 
that person's bad deeds come to us. <coughs> this is the ultimate justice. This is Allah's justice. So what can we do? Three things. In this short video, three things. One, ihsan living. Two, thankfulness. Three, forgiveness. Ihsan living. You've heard this word, right, in, uh, in the hadith of Imam Nawawi, that this is when Jibreel came to teach the companions about Islam, uh, uh, Iman, and Ihsan. Ihsan, you perform your behavior, you live life, as if you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and though we don't see him, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you and me. So, I sometimes wish there were commercials, billboards, or pop-ups in my phone with this word, because it would really help me a lot. And as I said to you before, that uh, this kutbah is to me, for my behavior. Islam living, Islam living, is being aware of the possibility that either we are helpful and caring of others, or we are the cause of somebody else's sorrow and detriment. We should implement this ihsan living into our relationship with our spouses, children, parents, brothers and sisters, and especially those people who rub us the wrong way. Again, I say that the road to Jannah just might, Allah does whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes, that road to Jannah just might be going through the very person that you dislike the most. When we interact with our spouses, can we entertain the notion that the other person deserves respect and honor, that the other person has feelings, that the other person has a, is a source of good ideas? Or is it only we deserve the honor, respect, and feelings and uh, are the source of good ideas? When we eat, ihsan living is to say bismillah, followed by appreciating those who paid for it, those who prepared it, and those who brought it to you. And being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa for allowing the animal or the plant to give its life to nourish you. <coughs> ihsan living is asking yourself, how would and how did Rasul handle this situation? Ihsan living should be taught in earnest to our children, not by words, but by example. And realize that the person that we honor, the, the person that we take care of, just might make that silent dua for you. And that, that dua that Allah SWT accepts, and through that dua, He admits you to Jannah, inshallah. This is again, it's a work in progress for me. And as I, as I said, this footprint is to counsel me in my behavior, inshallah. Number two is thankfulness. Thankful to Allah SWT for allowing you and me to be alive and to be Muslim. Thankful to Allah SWT that you and I still have an opportunity to right the wrongs that we've committed. For example, if you are driving in front of a slow driver, um, do we have the mental capacity to first be thankful that we have a car, and two, that that slow driver just might be in the indirect way that Allah SWT works, helping you preventing a, uh, a, a horrible accident? It could happen, right? So the thing is that Ihsan living is to see a little bit broader concept because they bring you in, on Thursday, on, on Fridays, we read Surah Ka'at, right? Al Khidr punched holes in, 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 in boats, killed an evil, evil child, and built a wall. All to prove to Musa Islam that no, you don't see everything. And nor were you supposed to. You have to have patience. So just because we don't see it in front of us, that doesn't mean. That's the way it is. 
Number three is forgiveness. As Ihsan living is to prevent situations that will require forgiveness from other people, forgiveness is to undo the bad deeds already committed. We'll all, we all have done this, disrespect people, insult the people, etc. Allow me to share with you what we do in our family. Um, every Maghrib, inshallah, we try to, most Maghribs, um, uh, after the Salah, we actually have a mini uh, halakha. We, most of the time we discuss uh, what uh, went on in Juma. I wonder what they're going to talk about today. But we set aside nowadays a forgiveness segment. And we go around the room. We go around the room and we ask each other for forgiveness. And you can do this collectively or privately. It doesn't matter. Having done this a handful of times, I can tell you there's a certain ease and tranquility in your heart when you face up to the sin or the, the, the shortcoming or the bad deed that you did and you got forgiveness from your family, it really feels fantastic because you know that you're one step closer to that Jannah that is forever. And I challenge all of us to do this tonight with our parents, with our uh, wives, with our husbands, our sisters, brothers, our in-laws, our children, fellow Muslims, non-Muslims, because in this ihsan, this ihsan forgiveness is something that Allah subhanahu wa is watching. And I will finish with this. One of the most beautiful hadiths that I've listened to um, um, sitting in this audience by Tariq is the hadith of mercy. That be merciful, be forgiving, so that the ultimate forgiver can forgive you. Be forgiving here because the other four stages, there's no room for, there's no opportunity for forgiveness. It's only here that you and I can forgive. So try to forgive each other. So, quick recap. Rejoice that today is Juma day. It's not a, just an ordinary day. It's a very, very special day. And remember the, the stages of existence. Five in total. Some are longer. Some are forever. Allah subhanahu wa forgiveness cannot be quantified. So long as we believe in Allah and perform acts of devotion sincerely, we have access to that divine uh, forgiveness. If we live life with ihsan living and be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, and we forgive those who we have wronged, then inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why would he not admit us to Jannah? Inshallah, let's make dua. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika la, lawin mulku la walhamdahu la tinda ishain kadeed, Allah, la ilaha illallah, wa alhayu qayyum, la ta'kutu sinatum la namlahu, ma fi s-samawatu wa ma fi al-ard, manzul adhi yashqa'u indahu illa bi'ithni, ya'lamu ma bayna ibihim wa ma khalfum, wa la yuhidun bishayin imamihi illa bima sha'a. Wasi'a kursiyu s-samawatu wa l-ard, wa la yuhidun bima huwa al-azim. إن الله ملائكته يصلون على الله we ask that you forgive and have mercy on those who are living here and those who are in the barakah. We ask that you guide us, give us strength to walk the sirat al-mustaqim. Allah, we ask you that you forgive, that you give us strength not to listen to the deceiver. Allah, we ask you that you bestow comfort, strength, and ease in the hearts of those who are being oppressed around the world and allow them to hold the rope of Iman. Allah, we ask you that you accept our ibadah and allow us to be better Muslims than we were yesterday. Allah, we ask you that you allow us to live with ihsan and allow us to be thankful and 
that you give us the courage to ask for forgiveness from those who we have wronged. Mm-hmm. Allah, you are the forgiver, you love to forgive, so please forgive all of us. Allah, we ask you that you bless this ICCB community and all the people who work so hard every Friday and every day in between to make this place function from Sunday school to Juma to all the other activities. May Allah bless this community. And may Allah bless all the area masjids and all the masjids around the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our duas and accept our ibadah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala admit us to Jannah al-Firdaus. Just a couple of announcements. Uh, there's a uh, brother Arun Rashid, uh, brother uh, brother uh, Asif uh, passed away in Pakistan. Please uh, make dua. May Allah subhanahu wa make his barzakh wide and expansive and surround him with good deeds. And may Allah subhanahu wa give comfort and ease to his family. Um, the halakha tonight is with brother Tariq at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, there will be no uh, Fajr Halakha uh, this Sunday. We'll resume next uh, next week, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.